Welcome to The Gift, a digital content property designed to give you everything you need to get the life you want. Don't know what a digital content property is? That's okay. I'm here to help you get informed on all things branding, business, entrepreneurship, mindset, fitness, wellness, and loving the life you live each and every day. And who am I, you ask? I'm your host, Vix Raytano, a lady who knows a thing or two about fixing her way to a dream life. It's not without challenges and it's not without changes, but it is on my terms every step of the way. A word to the wise, some episodes will not be safe for work or suitable for children. So pop those headphones in and let's get going. Hello and welcome to The Get. I'm your host, Vix Raytano, and today I'm really excited because I'm joined by two incredible female entrepreneurs, Sylvia and Liana of At Boss Babes and Bubbly Podcast on Instagram. Say hello, ladies. Hi. What's up? Um, we had so much fun when I came on your podcast that I wanted to ask you to be on mine. Yes, we did. We're excited for this. Yes. It, it isn't as fun as their podcast because they give you Prosecco when you go visit them. Uh, and, and we are uh, doing this remotely. So uh, I'm not drinking yet. I don't know. Are you ladies a little buzzed? No, we're actually keeping it clean today. Got yeah. some water. <laughs> yeah, 2020, new me, I'm a hydrate. That's my uh, exactly. no focus. <laughs> and Liana, you know all about that. You'll, you'll tell me why hydrating is important for my face um, as we get into this. So Absolutely. As we have evolved, this is something where, you know, I've always had the opportunity to elevate women and people that I believe in. And you know, you guys are the personification of that. So I'm really excited to share a little bit more about your businesses and then just have some real honest talk about what it means to, you know, get connected to an audience that speaks to you. So you guys have done that in two ways. You both have your own businesses and then you have the podcast. So tell us a little bit about what you feel makes building a community so great. And then we'll talk about the challenges. We're going to start with the positive today. Okay. Well, obviously, you know, we're all about collaboration over competition. That's always been our thing. So being able to build this network of women that we can kind of like help each other out and rely on each other. Cause it's been for a long time, it's been like the boys club um, when it comes to business. And I feel like us women and especially minority women, um, we need that too. We need to build each other up because I feel like so much throughout time, we've been pinned against each other to compete against each other when in reality, like we are each other's greatest assets. I totally agree with that. I always say the boys have been doing it forever. It's time for us to get started. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's hard though, right? When you feel like you're, because yes, we all believe in collaboration over competition, but it's almost like the way that we communicate with each other sets us up to compete. Would you guys agree? Oh yeah, for sure. I think, you know, social media makes everything. I think that's one of the biggest things that you're always showing the positives and and the the highlights of your life. And it's truly not like that in real life. And it also sets you up to kind of just be comparing yourself constantly. Every time you're on social media, you know, scrolling through, you're constantly comparing your success to other people's when everyone has their own journey. Yeah, hundred percent. How do you guys deal with that? I think how we, in the beginning, it was hard because we were all both running our own businesses on our own. And I think by relying on each other and, 
with the whole birth of Boss Babes and Bubbly, we've kind of just been wanting to just change that. Yeah. Um, just kind of like not focus on that at all and focus on more building a community um, and just supporting each other as much as we can. Yeah, because I feel like before Boss Babes, um, I felt very much like alone and being a, a woman entrepreneur. I didn't feel like I had anyone who really understood. Like, yeah, I had my my friends and my boyfriend that I would vent to and stuff, but they just didn't really fully understand the extent of like, because of course, every from the outside in, oh, then just get a real job, nine to five. Mm -hmm. like, you just don't understand, um, especially being a woman too, because I think there's like certain expectations of you at home or as a woman that when you steer away from that, it's just like people just don't want to understand. So it's nice to have other women entrepreneurs in this community that we can, you know, vent to each other, rely on each other. Cause even just being able to vent is a great form of therapy. For sure. A hundred percent. And I think, um, you know, I think what's funny is that most times female entrepreneurs really are verbal problem solvers. So we need to talk it out where, you know, and, and that to us is, is an asset, but a lot of times if people don't come from the same angle or perspective, they could see it as complaining. And, you know, I, I have, I've definitely in my almost five year journey have had to kind of edit fiercely the people who I tell certain things to and the people who I just have in my circle. Do you ladies agree with that? Oh, my oh yeah. God, yes. And, sure. and it could be like such a downer sometimes because you could be having like the most exciting day and, you know, if somebody doesn't believe in your mission and doesn't see like the whole vision, it can be very difficult to just, you know, share those moments with and especially the lows because they're just like, like she said, like, okay, you know, then go do this. Like there's so yeah. many other solutions. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. But there's, it's about the long run and 100%. it takes a certain type of person. It takes somebody who's in the industry going through it for them to understand. Yeah. 100%. I totally agree. So remind me, how long have you ladies both been uh, entrepreneurs? And tell us a little bit about your individual businesses. Um, well, I'm Sylvia. I'm the owner of Like Home Pet Care and The Grooming Spa. I've been in business for eight years now. Um, wow. I had my daycare and the grooming spa going on four years. And I started when I was in college. I was just like, I knew that there was something more to my life. And I mainly did it as an extra like form of income because it was hard you know going to school full-time and doing a full-time job um and it just flourished from there I didn't realize how big of an industry the pet care industry was and it was doing something that I love because I'm crazy about animals my whole life <laughs> I love that I love that and Liana um, so I'm Leanna and I'm the owner of Dollhouse Express and we're going into our third year of business. Um, I come from the corporate world, so I got my degree in psychology and I did that for my family <laughs> and then mm -hmm. I pursued my passion. So I got my associates in fashion merchandising and I just went straight into fashion after that. I was um, in retail, then in corporate until I just said F it. <laughs> said, <laughs> I, I walked out of my job one day after being there for many years. I was not happy with my compensation. Yeah. And although I learned so much, like I would never take away from, from being in the corporate industry because it has made me, honestly. Um, but yeah, I just had to take that leap. And it was a struggle at first. You know, for the first couple of months, I was doing Lyft and Uber and just yeah. trying to figure out my plan. That's amazing. And, and, you know, I, I think that that is kind of what has made it easier, right? Like, even if 
you take the leap and your side hustle isn't covering you full time, right now we really have endless opportunities to earn income. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was ready to just, I'm like, whatever it takes, like, if I need to sleep in my, I mean, I think I didn't come to that, but I'm like, if I need to sleep in my car for a couple months, like, I'm going to figure this out because I believe in myself. I know that I can do it. And like, I want a different future. And I was just at that point in my life where I was like, it's either now or never. Like, I don't have kids. I don't have a husband. Like, take the risk now while I can. So I just have to do it. Yeah. And it feels like a void, you know, because like when you're yeah. doing kind of five, like it's just, it's not really fully what you, what you want to do or what you love. Like not to say that people don't work a nine to five that they love, but I mean, I know for me, it's just like, I couldn't, it was not my passion and it was great. Like I you know at the beginning, a lot of people were like, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure right. this is working <laughs> out for you? I, it's just like, they just didn't get it. And it would be like, so it was, it was hard because you know, you believe in yourself and then the, the people that are closest to you, it's not to say that they don't believe in you. It's just that they don't want to see you struggle. So to them, their like solution to it is just like, are you sure you want to do this? Maybe you should just go and like take the easy route and yeah. just get yourself a job. And it makes it harder because we already question ourselves mm-hmm. as much as it is. Like we're already doubting ourselves. We're already trying to like turn down the volume on like that negative voice in our head. Mm-hmm. So just to have people add to that, it can really, really yeah. make a complete shift. Like it can either, you know, make you be like, you know what, they're right. I'm crazy yeah. and give up on your opportunities. Or sometimes it could even mess up friendships and relationships because they just are not riding with you. Yeah. A hundred percent. So one thing that keeps coming up, I, I did uh, an interview yesterday with my Friday co-host Vanessa from Bachata and Barbells. And then I've just been having this conversation all week with friends, with entrepreneurial friends, with careerpreneurial friends. So that's my word for careerpreneur is my word for people who treat their career like a business. Because I think people in our age bracket are much more likely to say, all right, fine, this is paying my full-time bills, but it's not feeding my passion. So, you know, I have a nine to five, but then I have a five to nine. And how do I, you know, even if, there's plenty of people where that five to nine never turns into a full-time job. And this is what I'm trying to get across to people. Like if you, you can make money without it being your full-time job and have it still fill a void Mm -hmm. or fill a space for you in a really positive way. Like it can make you feel happy and satisfied and it doesn't have to be something that earns you six figures, seven figures, et cetera. Absolutely this like insane business, you know? So mm-hmm. one thing that keeps coming up as we have this conversation is scarcity. And I really am personally, and we talked about this when I was on your podcast, stepping into kind of the spiritual side of myself and really looking more at, you know, how I guide people in that way versus like post this on your Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, as I'm doing that, the stories that come up for me are a lot of stories around a scarcity mindset around negative thoughts like we just talked about and around stories that like really do not serve myself or or my my greater good so i have some things that i do and i've shared them on actually episode two i shared one of my meditations to kind of release some of that but i would love to know you know your top two things for managing your mindset as an entrepreneur or as someone who is you know trying to just find another way to feed their passion because Again, I think entrepreneur for some people is a scary word and you don't have to align with that word, 
to align with creating additional opportunities for yourself. Yeah, I think that's where Boss Babes comes into like a big play for both of us, like just building a community that like it's business related, but it's more about like creating these friendships with like-minded people. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, like prayer and even though it's been a while since I've been to church on Sunday, (laughs) uh, but you know, I feel like having like mind control is really important and you can only do that if you're connected with yourself, if you are a spiritual person. Yeah. So that's for me, like, yeah, definitely. I think a lot, a lot has to do with mindset. I think, um, before boss babes, like I said, it was really hard for me to deal with certain stresses of being an entrepreneur without having that support system. And I feel that now with boss babes and having all these amazing other entrepreneurs come on and share their stories. And a lot of the things it's like, I feel like we hold ourselves accountable to the advice that we've given on there. So when Mm. we have those rough moments, I always hear back at either something that we said or something that another boss babe said. And it just really makes it so much easier. Like I, and then it just makes life so much easier because now I'm less stressed and I'm taking everything a lot lighter and not so serious. And it's been so much like, it's been so much good for my soul. (laughs) Yeah. We have to practice what we preach. That's so true. I think that's definitely been so helpful for me too. And it's hard to practice what we preach. <laughs> it's so hard. It's, it helps to have the community because I feel like if we don't, then we're letting our, our boss babes down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I totally get that. You know, I, I built this brand on like creating a fix. And sometimes I forget that I could fix myself too. Yeah. Just like yeah. fix other people. Because we get tired, right? Sometimes we're just not in the mood. <laughs> And uh, sometimes we just want to take a break. And I think that's okay, too. I I do really think that there's a lot to be said for allowing ourselves the grace that we so willingly give others. Or that we treat others. It's It's definitely a hard task to do that. But I think what she said, like holding yourself accountable, like, because we forget about ourselves sometimes, you know, trying to give like so much advice to other people. And it's like, okay, well, you got to practice what you preach too. A hundred percent. If we all give ourselves, if we took the advice we gave ourselves, or if we took the <laughs> advice we gave our best friends, we'd all be perfect. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your uh, morning routine. I'd love to know, you know, how you guys start your day. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a, I wake up at 5 a.m., but I find that, you know, that is really part of this inspirational conversation that I am having with the people we're interviewing. So it's really focused on like, oh, wow, she does that. I can do it too. So tell me a little bit more about that. So that's definitely changed for me. And it's, um, I was actually going to bring that up before when you were talking about having a nine to five and then putting your like five to nine. Mm -hmm. Um, My tip for that is always like, I'd rather you wake up at five and give an, an extra hour or two in the morning because you're giving the best of yourself, like a clear mind, more energy, rather than when you come home from work and you're drained and you're kind of just giving what's left over to whatever your passion or your industry is. Um, so I've changed my morning routine. Like I get up an hour before I get up at five 30 every day. Um, but I don't, I think it depends on what you're doing. Um, it's not for everybody, but I felt like it was never for me. I've never been a morning person and it's still a struggle. But I know that I feel so much better when I wake up in the morning, I write my to-do list, I have my coffee, I stretch, just kind of like relax before I get into my day. 
And when I miss those days and I just get into my day, like my day's a lot hectic. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely need my morning routine. I can't walk out the house without, like, I hate waking up to an alarm. I always have. And I've always been, never been a, like a morning person. I like to sleep in, but like more so now, I guess maybe since I started my own business and my boyfriend always, like we just wake up naturally at by seven in the morning, seven thirty. And I'll usually like be in bed still like by seven. I like that. And I'll start doing like my scheduling. People put in requests overnight. I'll answer emails. Then I'll shower. And then I have, I have like five animals in my house. So <laughs> I have to make sure they're all good. You know, they go outside, they get fed, make my coffee, have my coffee with some THC while I'm still um, <laughs> answering emails. And then I can start my day. Like on what, like I have to be able to start my day calmly doing all that I hate when I'm like you said when I'm rushing out the house and it affects the rest of the day for sure yeah it's a bad mindset to start with I totally agree I uh, I journal every morning that's my that's my start of the day um I like to write down things that I'm thinking about and you know things that I want to manifest and just because I'm a writer so for me getting it out is the best way to do it and I, I have also started to try to drink some water before I drink anything else in the morning um, yeah, which is good. you know because instead of drinking coffee first or tea or whatever mm-hmm. dehydrating things I'm trying to keep myself hydrated I'm really working on it really trying <laughs> this is definitely the season to do that because uh this cold is sucking the life out of us yeah seriously seriously okay so before we wrap up the way that i end every episode is with what i call the get so it's the one thing you need to make your life better from any perspective so if you could go back and talk to your high school self what's one thing you would tell her my high school self. I, I think I would have just told myself to like not worry about what other people expect my future to be and just okay. do what I wanted. I feel like I would have been yeah. like I would have been started a lot earlier if I would have just taken that risk instead of going to school and getting a degree for what my parents wanted and just, you know, doing the corporate thing, like just a lot of steps that I probably would have maybe skipped but life also you know yeah. I, I am who I am to because reasons. of all those things yeah yeah, yeah. For a reason. I agree I, I always say that I wish that I didn't have because I'm still like paying off student loans and mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything with my degree I mean it's nice to say that I have a degree but I'm not doing anything with that degree and I wish I would have invested that money into my business so much sooner like than what I started Amazing. I think that those are both very valid points and maybe will help some of our younger audience just because it, you don't have to wait until your late 20s. There's, there's nothing that pre-qualifies you to create the life you love. You exactly. as a human being deserve to do that from the minute you walk, the minute you breathe, the minute you're alive, I think. So, you know, and I, I feel like we spend a lot of our teen and adult life unlearning to relearn who we truly are. Yeah. Uh, And that's something that I really want to encourage people to do. So I love those two takes on what you tell yourself and, you know, how you can move forward. And now we will tell us how we can find you and then we will stay connected on Instagram because I've declared 2020 the year of actually connecting instead of following and lurking. I'm so over the lurking bullshit. Yes, (laughs) I love it. My 2020 motto is grow your network and your net worth. I, I love like, it. I'm I love it. saying that. 
Um, but my personal handle, because we can be friends, is underscore lavish Lee. That's L-E-E at the end. And my business, if you need any beauty bookings at home or any photo shoots, it's at Dollhouse Express. I did not spell express the correct way. It is X-P-R-E-S-S. <laughs> and mine is, I'm Sylvia. You could find me at MXD underscore perfection with two I's at the end. And my business page is if you need care for your furry loved ones is like home pet care and the grooming spa with a W at the end. The grooming spot always makes me makes my day because there's inevitably <laughs> some cute little furry dog, and I'm just like, aren't oh. they? <laughs> and they love their blueberry facials. When I'm doing it, they like literally like it's like they're falling asleep while I'm rubbing their their eyes. <laughs> I, I think it's so funny. It's great. Well, thank you both for taking the time today. I appreciate it, and we will see you on here soon again. Yes, thank you. 